get ready for some jock jams from 70s bands. This is Bizarre Podcast Dogs Must Die. You can call me Grant. You can call him Chip. And we are talking about uh, the further adventures of Joseph Joestar in Battle Tendency. Oh, no. My heart and throat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that That is where we left off with this ticking clock, 33 days until he dies from two separate poisons. <laughs> He's got to kill two dudes to not die. And that brings us to episode 16, Lisa Lisa Hamon Coach, <laughs> uh, which begins directly with, yeah, re-explaining that uh, with a sort of x-ray image of a real fucked up looking skeleton. <laughs> oh my God. If those are supposed to be Jojo's real bones, he has broken every single one of them many times. Yeah, so... Sometimes it's just like they fuck up drawing a skeleton. Sometimes it's on purpose. But whenever you see somebody's skeleton in JoJo, it is going to be fucked up. <laughs> there is something wrong with everybody's vo- bones in this world. But yeah, we, we cut to uh, nighttime in Venice. We've made it to Venice. We're yeah. traveling all over Italy. Joseph is hanging out in a room with Caesar, and he's just immediately freaking out like, Oh, fuck, I didn't think this plan out. I should have told him I'd beat him up in a year, not a month. <laughs> How was I supposed to know he had a month-long magic ring? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can they program those rings, I wonder? Or has it just always been a tradition of, like, 33 days? Um, It's it's a mystic number among the pillar men. Ah, right. I like in this part where, like, Caesar is trying to, like, not calm Jojo down, but tell him, like, hey, better stop worrying and start doing something. (laughs) And Joseph basically thinks to himself... Like, wow, I really have to not think about this because otherwise I'm just going to be freaking out nonstop. (laughs) So uh, Caesar levels with him, tries to get through with one of his uh, uh, pickup artist techniques. Yes. Uh, I want you to pay close attention to my magic trick. Mm -hmm. He he tells Jojo that basically like he he's talented at hormone. He's got powerful hormone, but he's just not using it skillfully enough. He. So he picks up a glass of water and tips it upside down and goes like, look, I can keep the water from falling <laughs> falling out of this glass with my hormone. Mm-hmm, I'm going to mm-hmm. throw this upside down at you and you have to catch it and keep the water in. Throws it to Joseph. He catches it. And uh, it stays there briefly before like exploding out of the glass mm-hmm. because uh, Joseph is brute forcing his hormone because he is just it's just in all of his hands and his palms and and Caesar is explaining that his hormone is far more controlled because he is sending them out to just the tips of his fingers. Uh, the, the explanation sounds like a, a physics textbook talking about force and pressure. <laughs> yeah. If you exert the same force over a smaller surface area, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then he, he makes an analogy to squirt guns and, and Jojo makes a very shocked face. <laughs> the mention of squirt guns? Yeah. Huh? What? Like, because I have the episode open just to, like, check on things. And, like, yeah, JoJo is truly shocked at that squirt gun (laughs) comparison for some reason. Oh, squirt gun. But, yeah, Caesar's telling him, like, hey, you got, like, potential, but you need a lot of training. I Mm -hmm. brought you to Venice to meet my my mentor. It's going to be, you're going to be working real hard. You can, you know, you know, just grinding away at this. And Joseph says, oh, no, work and grind are my least two favorite words in the English language. He is going to hate 90s dance music. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Jojo. <laughs> uh, so so as they are seeking out uh, uh, 
this mysterious coach. I was hoping that Caesar would be the coach. Mm. You know, like he, he would be this this lifelong uh, uh, student. But no, he he is uh, moving up the totem pole and and introducing JoJo to the wider world of Hamon users in in early twentieth century Europe. <laughs> and so we we move on to uh, just I guess pounding pavement and trying to find this teacher like, yeah caesar doesn't know her address so he they're trying to get to an island which they have to rename slightly in the dub but it's air supply island yeah it <laughs> sure is which is the best name <laughs> it's not just a band it's specifically a hamon joke and i appreciate that i appreciate that a lot yeah they they go up to this I can't remember the 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 name for this right now the the oh a gondola a gondola yes yes a gondola they they ask this person chilling out in this gondola in like a red power suit and, yeah. and like a, a harlequin mask yeah ask them like hey do you uh can you take us to Air Supply Island do you, you know we're we're trying to look for somebody this this person you know turns around they have this goofy harlequin mask on uh they immediately strike a sinister pose. So yeah, these boys know what's up. Oh I, yeah, I don't know why you want to fight me, but it's clear you want to fight me. So let's fight. Yeah, this gondolier like takes one of their oars and uh, throws it onto the water, and they're standing on top of it on the on the surface of the water with Hamon. Ripples upon ripples, uh, extending in every direction. And then they deck Joseph across the face really hard with an oar. They kick at him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joseph is challenged in a walking on water competition. Yes. <laughs> he's even worse at walking on water than, than uh, Jonathan was. Yeah, he's like waist deep. He's just like trudging through. But yeah, jo- jo- Jojo's getting pissed and then the gondolier takes their mask off and surprise, it's the Hamon coach. Who could have guessed? We, we are introduced to uh, the Hamon coach Lisa Lisa by the narrator because we left all our speed wagons at home. Yeah. Uh, there's... There, there's no one else to do this job. Yeah. It's a it's a shame, and we've had like three speed wagons too. Stroheim is like half a speed wagon, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we got Smokey. Like, come on, yeah. It's Lisa Lisa, the Hamon coach, wearing this really great red pantsuit with a, a another, like one of those Hamon like style scarves that Straitso had. Mm-hmm. She immediately uh, she kicks the uh, the oar up into the air and uses the Hamon to drag the water up into the air so that. <laughs> The ore is suspended midair like a high bar. Have we considered sending her to fight the Pillar Men? I think she would do okay. Yeah, I think she'd probably do great. Uh, she does some flips off the the high bar and goes like flying at, jo- at Joseph like a missile and mm-hmm. uh, locks a weird gift mask onto him. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Covering his mouth and nose to control his breathing. And Jojo hates this. He, he does not like it. And I'm sorry, but anytime I see a character complain about having to wear a mask anymore, they are automatically a whiny baby. And <laughs> yeah. I have no sympathy for them. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a mask that like you can't breathe in unless you're doing the proper rhythm of, of hormone breathing. Mm-hmm. And so while Jojo's complaining about this, he just starts fucking sinking into the water and like almost drowning. <laughs> uh, Lisa Lisa is, is telling uh jojo that like hey i didn't accept the responsibility of training you just so that you can get better i'm doing this because i want to kill the shit out of the pillar men yes uh, she yes. is so we're gonna go assemble the hamon event uh, avengers she's talking that like all, all the hamon people got to be at their hamon best for for this hamon struggle <laughs> 
She likes hormone, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And Joseph thinks to to himself while she's like walking back to the gondola, man, I can't help but respect her, but why would anyone marry this lady? <laughs> I always, for, I don't know why it was a detail. I've just constantly forgotten that the island is called Air Supply Island, but it just keeps, I just keep thinking about it. It's very good. It's a very good joke. Uh, so a- as they are on their way to Air Supply Island, uh, we-, we have to see what everybody else is doing. Uh, right. Gra- Granny Arena and Speedwagon and Smokey are sitting down to dinner together. <laughs> <laughs> They're just having a nice little little chat, having some tea. This reminds me of how every once in a while, like in, in Dragon Ball Z, there'd be a cut to, to what's happening at Kame House. And there's like yes. 40 characters <laughs> that used to matter sometime in the last 20 years. They're still around. All just watching Goku on TV together. Look, there's Yamcha in the background. What's he doing? Oh, you know. <laughs> Remember Oolong? <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember those two characters that we fuse into one brand new character, but they also stopped being important eventually? There they are. <laughs> yeah, a Speedwagon is uh, basically just telling Arena, like, yeah, JoJo's good. <laughs> and, and, and thinking like, wow, I really can't tell Granny Arena about the poison rings <laughs> that are going to kill him in a month. JoJo made me promise I wouldn't on pain of death. Yeah. I've seen him eviscerate men for, for even looking at Granny Arena the wrong way. I cannot possibly <laughs> upset her. <laughs> and like, he, Speedwagon's already like on thin ice here because he already had his skull kicked clean open once. And I think that was only maybe a week ago at most. You don't survive that sort of thing a second time. <laughs> yeah, especially when your skull is probably loosened up a bit more than the first time you got kicked in the head. Yeah, we cut back to uh, the hormone training, and uh, it's time for the hell climb pillar. The hell climb pillar. <laughs> the hell climb pillar. And Caesar is really scared about mm-hmm. about this challenge. Jojo's just confused. Like, what? What are you even talking about? What's the hell climb pillar? So many people have died on the hell climb pillar. <laughs> I've Caesar's heard countless stories about it. He is like visibly sweating and trembling uh, about the it idea. It seems that the Hamon tribe didn't really need the Pillar Men's help getting exterminated. They they were doing just fine on their own. Yeah, Lisa Lisa's throwing o- throwing open these huge steel doors, but uh, Jojo's going all like, you know, what what's the big deal about this tower? This building isn't really that tall. Doesn't seem like it'd be that hard to, hard to climb. Lisa says, "Well, it's more deep than tall, really," because. <laughs> Mm-hmm. the the entrance is the top of the pillar and then she immediately kicks both of them down <laughs> down to the bottom yeah so so the way heliclion pillar works is uh at the bottom there is a sea of slippery oil that is being circulated back up to the top and and continually sliding and, and it, it's a big greased pole yeah basically that that's like 30 feet in diameter and you have to climb up using only your hormone mm-hmm. and you get no food or water or rest and as long as it takes is as long as it takes if you starve down there that is not lisa lisa's fucking problem <laughs> yeah uh, i'm like sure. what what if mr miyagi just shot daniel and said here's how you do karate now <laughs> yeah i'm trying to remember how tall i forgot to write down how tall the pillar is they say uh, it's, I want to say it's something like almost 30 meters or something like that. It's, it's a big, it's a big boy. It's a, it's a big, big pillar. Yeah. It's, and it's, it takes them forever. It takes them a, a very long like, time. We, we keep jumping from like 
breakthrough to breakthrough, moment to moment. But the the narrator's like announcing the passage of time in days. Yes, like Caesar's able to very quickly start climbing the pillar, although he's having great difficulty doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He he's a good boy. He's focused. He he has the training. He he's very slowly going up, but he's at least making progress. Joseph basically doesn't even try to to climb with Hamon. Uh, he just tries to find ways to cheat instead. Mm-hmm. Ever uh, throw a ten- temper tantrum so hard you shred your shirt? <laughs> That's what he does. Yeah, he like shreds his shirt in anger and then uses those shreds to make an incredibly long twisted up rope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He wraps around the entire massive pillar and he's going to try and climb it like he's a lumberjack. Yeah, yeah, um, like like the lumberjack games do. Yeah, and w- while he's doing this, by the way, we get yet another <laughs> play of the owner of a lonely heart guitar riff. Mm-hmm. As Lisa Lisa th- <laughs> uh, throws a throwing knife down to slice yes. his shirt rope, is like, hey, 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 only hormone. God, I love that she was just sitting there the whole time with throwing knives at the ready. <laughs> I love the design of Lisa Lisa. She is. Okay, there Araki's clearly going for like a MILF thing with Lisa Lisa. <laughs> yes. Lisa like, come on. I would describe, There's no denying it. I would describe Lisa Lisa as a babe. She is a she, babe. She is a babe. Yeah. She <laughs> But you you look at everybody else's outfits and there's so many like Caesar in particular. Mm-hmm. He's got so many pieces and straps and textures and and Jojo is is a little less so, but, you know, in, in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. While Lisa Lisa just wears a big hat and a long uh, 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 pattern dress, and that's it. <laughs> she, yeah. She dresses like a real person. <laughs> yeah. For a, like, shoujo anime, for the most part, Jojo is probably one of the least horny I've ever seen. Most of the time, Jojo is far more concerned with trying to think up the most bizarre combat situations they can possibly imagine, rather than going like, damn, this girl's got the big bap going on. Uh, Lisa Lisa <laughs> is one of those exceptions. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa Lisa's vibe mm-hmm. is uh, uh, like your cool aunt with a weed card, basically. <laughs> no, no kids. <laughs> she's got a real good job yep. and she's chill. Yeah. The biggest problem I see with legalization is it's removing the cultural signifier of the weed card. That's becoming meaningless. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people's identities will suddenly be missing something if they don't got that, right? <laughs> you know, she threw those throwing knives to, to cut his, his shirt rope and, and Jojo starts complaining more and she just walks away and like looks over her shoulder and gives him like a really cold look and that like freaks Jojo out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's at this point. He's constantly thinking to himself of ways he's going to get revenge on Lisa Lisa, and it's always just stuff like, "I'm not going to beat her up, but I'm going to like tickle her or pinch her nose or something." He just wants to bully her. Yes, yes, he does very badly. Uh, so uh, he he keeps getting false starts, yeah. and Caesar keeps getting very slow uh, uh, progress. And so I'm trying to, like, figure out what the solution is going to be. Obviously, it's going to be teamwork. Mm. You have, like, someone at the bottom do, like, a hormone-infused punch to, like, shake the the uh, oil off. Mm. And their partner runs up and climbs in that gap, sticks on, and then does the same. And so they leapfrog all the way up the pillar. Ah. I'm a genius. I'm brilliant. That is not the solution <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, I want to say during this part, this part has a lot of like the really stylish like overlays and alternate color palettes and stuff for a lot yes, of like with patterns built into them. Like people become diamonds. Yeah, there's uh, a couple of shots where on top of like the comic book halftone pattern overlaid over everything. There's also a repeating pattern of just the word Jojo, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, like eventually Joseph is just actually just watching what what caesar is doing and actually trying to learn something from it and then he remembers mm-hmm. what caesar told him earlier in the episode about you know concentrating hormone into uh smaller points like your fingertips and he finally realizes like oh i'm gonna do that and he's able to start slowly climbing uh, the pillar. at this point he's been standing in waist-high grease all up in his business for five days without <laughs> food or water yeah just to consider Oh, yeah, that advice I got in plain English. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. At this point, uh, you know, they're still only maybe halfway up the pillar. And they, Joseph already is down to 27 days before he Mm -hmm. dies. (laughs) This incredible, like, physical exertion over an obstacle, as well as, like, Lisa Lisa must be bored out of her mind. She's done every Sudoku in the entire nation of Italy. Like th- this is like if Ninja Warrior was on C-SPAN, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of the visuals one more time, I wanted to bring up, too, that I like, for a lot of these scenes, everything is colored like it is an oil slick. That, yes. That, like, yes. Yeah, that, like, rainbowy uh, oil it, slick color. Yeah. Yeah, very very dingy and g- gross, but with uh, the, yeah, rainbow pattern sort of woven in. Yeah. So Jojo eventually gets to a, a point where he thinks he finds a handhold. Finally, there is some respite before the, <laughs> the final approach where it starts getting like steeper and, and bowing out. So mm. you're like hanging from your fingertips. So he sticks his hand in and what does he find? But a booby trap switch. <laughs> Lisa Lisa could not have been more clear <laughs> that there you just do the homo. <laughs> She's not lying to you. No. So yeah, uh, Joseph makes the situation way worse. He activates the booby trap. Like, just a foot or two above them is a a seam in the pillar that has been activated, and now it is firing out highly pressurized oil, just blasting Mm -hmm. it straight out. So there's just this huge barrier in front of them. Like water cutting. Yeah. uh, uh, Cut your hand off high pressure oil. Yeah. Like Caesar pulls out a pen he had in his pocket and just holds it up (laughs) and it just severs the cap clean off of it. (laughs) After his pen gets severed uh, by the oil, he like just looks down at Joseph uh, with some kind of face and Jojo's immediately thinking like, don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I fucked up. I fucked up real bad. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> the only person who could be my friend in the world. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Uh, but Caesar's thinking to himself, like, bro, I'm not mad at you. I just don't think you can do this. <laughs> mm. I'm, I might be able to get through this, but I think you're going to die, dude. <laughs> I think I just watched you kill yourself, dude. Yeah. It sucks to be you. So uh, Caesar's plan is to uh, uh, charge his his body in different locations of his body with the the two opposing flavors of hamon, attract hamon to stick to the wall, and repel hamon to to beat the oil away from his body so he doesn't get chopped in half. <laughs> yeah, very slowly pushing himself through the oil, and he gets through. And at this point, he's not even done. He still has mm-hmm. more to go. 
And it's been like nine hours since Jojo pushed the button until he makes his big move. Yeah. Is the grease edible? Is it food grade grease? Can I, can I be surviving on this? Like, Has Lisa Lisa been throwing down meat or something? A desperate person just like drinking canola oil. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. And so now Caesar finally reaches the top of the pillar. It took him 61 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lisa Lisa's still like up there just waiting for them and he's caesar is super tired on his knees just begging her like you got to turn the oil off there's no way joseph can do this he's gonna die down there (laughs) and hey rules are rules okay okay yeah jojo is begging like oh this is to learn humility right that this this is some sort of other kind of lesson or discipline are you supposed to be teaching me discipline because i swear i'm disciplined now i promise like (laughs) no it's teaching you to use hormones through your fucking fingertips dude (laughs) And there, I really like this bit where Caesar is, is telling Lisa, Lisa, like, you got to turn this off. I know what how Jojo acts now. He's going to try to do some really <laughs> crazy galaxy brain do or die idea. Uh, and it's going to get him killed. And then it cuts to Joseph and he thinks to himself, I'm going to do a do or die idea. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he... Uh, he- he doesn't have the mastery of Hamon technique to, to both attract and repel at the same time. So he's just going to be very sticky to the oil and ride the high pressure oil <laughs> all the way out to the outer wall that, that rings the pit that the pillar is inside. Yeah. And then stick to that wall and climb out through the, the less pressurized wa- uh, uh, oil uh, as it's, you know, had to travel and and lose Mm. its energy and momentum uh, across the way (laughs) and it fucking works and it works and he actually he he launches himself really far but at this point you know he's he's clinging to this wall and he's super tired and he's basically completely he can't exert himself anymore he can't control his hormone and he's about to slip Fall all the way back to the and bottom. And it finally comes. The moment I've been waiting for uh-huh. since Caesar was introduced. The the best bros moment. Yes. Where he just reaches down and saves Jojo's life from falling to the depths of Hell Climb Pillar. <laughs> yeah. Jojo finally beat the, the Hell Climb Challenge by cheating. Yeah. Hell yes. But Lisa Lisa is so impressed by by him uh, coming up with an alternate solution to getting out that she's basically cool with it. She's going to teach him anyway. Yeah, she'll fudge it. It's fine. Yeah. Well, whatever. Good enough. So they are introduced to their uh, specific one-on-one instructors. Lisa Lisa has teaching assistants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we got Kenny Loggins mm-hmm. and Messina. Yes, yes. Named for Joe Messina. Yeah. Uh, Loggins and Messina uh, recorded a few songs together. Uh, do you want to know their their most famous uh, piece? Uh, yeah. Danny's Song. Danny's Song. Danny's Song oh is the God. title. Uh, it all comes full circle, Oh, my baby. God. That's why Danny's named Danny. Danny's back. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's great. Even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with you, honey. That song. <laughs> That's oh, called yeah, Danny's yeah. song for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but they are here to pump you up. Uh, they are. <laughs> <laughs> They're huge. 
They're huge. If there ever was a Hamon tribe, it looks like they were a part of it. Some something about their their hats and their <laughs> yeah. open vests and their their spindly facial hair arrangements seems very Hamon tribal to me. Yeah. Right before they were introduced, I at least Lisa threw another upside down glass of water at Jojo, and when he caught it, he was able to keep the water inside. Mm-hmm. But um Kenny or uh, Loggins and Messina, they like dip their finger into that water and pull out just the water from the glass, just suspended <laughs> yes. in this glass shape with Hamon. And they're like, whoa, how'd you do that? Because it's, it's like it's like pudding or like jello mm-hmm. now in consistency. I love the idea that Dairy Queen blizzards work because of Hamon. Oh, yeah. That's like what they're doing anytime. when when they tip it over for you. <laughs> But yeah, Jojo and Caesar are, are like shocked and like, how are you doing that? And they're like, well, get closer. And when they get close, they just make the water just explode in their faces just to fuck with them. These are the teasing teachers. Yeah. yeah. These dudes will prank you into getting into discipline. Uh, we, we don't get much from them because in, instead of a credit sequence, we just get the, the montage part of the training montage <laughs> yes. hardcore. Get the, the, these two instructors just shouting, breathing instructions over uh, short moments of, of Caesar and uh, Jojo doing in, incredible acrobatic feats while being told to like take 10 breaths in a second and like inhale for 20 minutes and exhale for <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, they're doing that like while underwater or something. I love just like, yeah, inhale for 10 minutes straight. Yeah. How big are their lungs? But by the end of this, they will be incredible opera singers. Their breath control oh is, is going to bring down the house. Just imagine as long how, as they're in tune, at least. Yeah, just imagine how far they could project. <laughs> wow. So so we see all of this, like the, the whole month goes in, in fast forward, and we find out uh, uh, at the end of this uh, uh, episode that took all the way through the credits to fit it all in, it took 26 days. Yes, there are seven days left until Jojo dies. <laughs> so that brings us to episode 17, The Deeper Plan. Hmm. So so we, we start with our, our villains, our, our villainous crew. Uh, <laughs> is this a flashback or is this what the Pillar Men are up to right now? I, think, I wasn't entirely clear. I think this is what the Pillar Men are up to right now. Okay, so they're discussing the masks. Yeah. And uh, how the, the masks are really good at impaling the brains of mortal men with their spikes, but they're not strong enough to pierce Pillar Man brains, which is a problem. <laughs> Yeah, they made these masks to become, like, even more powerful, like, the next step in evolution, basically. They want to become, like, super immortal. The dang spikes just can't pierce their skulls, their powerful skulls. It is a very strange plan that makes you want to pierce your own brain with a spike. (laughs) They're talking about how, well, what what we really need is a a stone of Asia, because it refracts light real good. And it and it makes it, it makes light more more gooder, so the spikes <laughs> will, will punch better through our our ridiculous skin <laughs> and bones and 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 our super brains to become super duper brains. <laughs> and wait until these guys find out what lasers are, because they woke mm. up at the perfect time. Yeah, I mean slightly early, sure, but they can wait. They, yeah, they can be patient. It's it's been long enough. Yeah, Cars is so Cars is holding up a stone of Asia, but it's not like powerful enough. It's too small. Mm-hmm. They need a super Asia, the, like the purest of stones that can apparently refract light billions of times. Quote mm-hmm. at least. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, most prisms that, that you hear about really only reflect refract like the one time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. They they want to become immortal gods uh, in the next ev- evolution. I just I just love the plan. Just the hitch in their plan is just our skulls are too thick. <laughs> our our skulls are too tough. In in so many ways, uh, cars. So many ways. Yeah. Lisa Lisa knows all about this mm-hmm. because she's not only the great Hamon coach, she's the guardian of the Super Asia. Yes, she has it embedded in a necklace, mm-hmm. which uh, also introduces us to a new character. She's got like a maid yes. who works for her named Susie Q. Named for either the song or the band, Susie Q. <laughs> Maybe obliquely named for Susie Sue. Who can say? Mm. But yeah, Susie Q comes over with like a little like pillow that's got the the necklace on it, uh, and Lisa Lisa holds it up and like here's the thing they're look that you know they're looking for. I'm the one in charge of guarding this. She goes like, behold the power of the Super Asia, and she just holds it up to the sunlight and it just shoots a powerful fucking laser right into the ground and just like burrows a hole all the way down to the earth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So JoJo has the. Uh sort of responsible reaction which is well if that's what they need so bad just fucking break it and shit like yeah sm- smash that fool just break it but no legend says that destroying the super asia would be narratively unsatisfying <laughs> yes the there, there are legends that the pillar man can only be truly defeated with the super asia <laughs> but now it is time for for final exams uh uh Zeppeli and jojo must each have a one-on-one duel with, with one of their their uh instructors mm-hmm. and so caesar Zeppeli, uh still the the powerful family bonds of, of the Zeppeli clan <laughs> he just goes to hang out uh, on a high wire with his teacher yeah just like his grandpa jojo uh is is wearing a knit hat that looks like he he's going to go uh work out on the docks for some reason <laughs> yeah it makes him look like a longshoreman or something yeah <laughs> as he heads out to to where his instructor is waiting for him i guess he passes but it might count as plagiarism because uh his instructor has already been kicked to death by <laughs> acdc yeah acdc's here uh yeah it's i believe it's logins that is dead oh oh because they're so distinct it, it matters so much <laughs> yeah uh one's got a mustache the other doesn't but yeah it's like when jojo comes in he is just he catches like acdc striking a pose with his foot buried in logan's uh stomach mm-hmm. and when he th- he throws logan's to the ground jojo examines his dead body and he says his lungs have been pulled out <laughs> that was a powerful kick he he says that his lungs have been pulled out which is very bad for a harmony <laughs> <laughs> I think that's bad for anybody. As if Susie Q would be just fine if her lungs were pulled out. Yeah. It wouldn't bother her that much. Yeah. Lungs are vital for Hamon users is the exact quote. <laughs> so yeah, Jojo briefly mourns Loggins, just like, man, you were a dick to me, but thanks for teaching me a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ACDC is here to take the stone, but he wants to kill all the Hamon users before he grabs it. Yes. So the battlefield that Jojo and Loggins were going to fight on is a gigantic pit of spikes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ACDC is walking onto that. He's not using Hamon. He's just cool with walking on the spikes and having them impale his feet over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. Until just the friction from the, the stab wound holds him in place. Yeah. Jojo's also hopping along in the spike pit using his Hamon to, to stay at just, you know, on the tippy 
just on the tip of the uh, the spikes here. He's ready to kick ACDC's ass. He wants that antidote from his <laughs> nose ring. ACDC tells him to move out of the way, and JoJo replies that he only moves for important things, like dog poo. <laughs> Welcome to Bizarre Podcast. Dogs must shit. Uh, <laughs> so JoJo just goes to, like, fucking poke ACDC, because he... Like he just puts ACDC just puts his hand up in front of him and Mm -hmm. Jojo just pokes his index finger full of hormone clean through his hand. Uh, And ACDC is just like, wow, cool. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Didn't know you had it in you, brah. Cool. Yeah. And he's basically unfazed by this uh, and just like, you know, clenches his hand over Jojo's with his fingers still halfway through this guy's hand. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's looking to just like, basically just bend his hand in a way that just snaps jojo's finger clean off but joseph's able to do a cool flip yes he does a cool flip using his hand his finger in acdc's hand is like the the flip point uh and reveals aha i have already begun enacting my plans (laughs) uh because Mm -hmm. mid flip uh it is revealed that there is a very fine wire soaked in vegetable oil to conduct hormone energy and if oil con- conducts hormone so well why is the hell climb pillar such a problem oh, hmm. oh I, maybe because you're sticking to the uh oil that is continually running down maybe okay yeah yeah that that's why it's hard because if you stick to the oil you'll slide down you have to focus your hormone in such a way that it sticks to the pillar behind the oil mm. which does sound very difficult yeah Okay, I, I figured it out. Okay, yeah. it's fine. It's good. But yeah, there's suddenly this this wire that that is surrounding uh, ACDC's arm. Uh, it gets wrapped around his forearm. J- Joseph's able to pull it taut, but what is the other end of this wire attached to? It's wrapped around Loggins's middle finger. He wrapped that mm-hmm. around him while examining his dead body. <laughs> and Joseph just yanks real hard, and he just tears ACDC's left forearm clean off. Mm-hmm. He, he quotes Sun Tzu as, as he brags about his superior planning uh, and, and how, you know, that's what really des- decides the, the uh, outcome of a battle. I don't think he was talking about greasy string, though. Yeah. But I guess I'll let it slide. Yeah. Uh, I like when JoJo is, is talking about all this Art of War stuff. JoJo says first that he skipped school a lot, but Granny Arena made sure that he knows his history really well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Jojo gives us a couple small history lessons this episode. He would not be here if, if uh, Jonathan didn't study his history to know all about the tragic lives of, of Blueford the Black Knight <laughs> and Tarukus. Yeah. And while Jojo's like bragging that, you know, he, he is more powerful than ACDC because he's got a strategic mind, he steps over to where ACDC's arm had landed it's impaled on a spike and he just kicks it real hard with a hormone kick and it just spins on the spike really fast and melts into bones <laughs> pillar men love to regenerate you got to take care of the parts or yeah. else it's like you didn't cut off his arm at all yeah. smart thinking good good boy uh this throws uh, uh acdc into a tantrum which jojo you got to protect your ip this is your thing <laughs> You're the tantrum man. You can't let him him steal your shtick like that. But it, ACDC has has powerful emotions, and he has to let them out. 
Yeah, he he is bawling his eyes out. He is scrunching his face up. He he's flailing around. He's just he's got tears just flying everywhere. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't animate them like like hitting the camera lens or something. <laughs> and Jojo's just freaked out. He just keeps think, thinking like, man, this is kind of cringy. This big dude just crying a bunch over his mm-hmm. his. And while ACDC is crying, he like picks up his arm bones and like rubs them against his face and cuddles them. <laughs> But then he snaps back to it. Apparently, he has such powerful emotions <laughs> that that he purges all of them at once. Yes, and then he can be a calm and collected stoic pillar man again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh right! Even before he does this, he he claims he's got a read on Joseph. He's like, "Oh, I know your type. You know, you're you're always thinking up stupid schemes and plans ahead of time. I bet you got you know two more plans right now that you're trying to pull on me." He quotes. The Art of War. Yes. And then yes. he goes, you know what? I knew Sun Tzu. <laughs> I knew him personally. God, I was there when he was writing that shit, bro. I, I, I was the copy editor, man. Yeah. I think your translation is slightly suspect. <laughs> God, I, like, because when I was re... Because I, I didn't get to watch these episodes because I was... Until last night, because I was, I was really busy with work. But I was watching this part, and then forgetting what he says here, I just made the joke like, and I knew him personally. And then he immediately said, I knew him personally. And he's like, God <laughs> damn it. He walks over to, ACDC walks over to Loggins's body and kicks his forearm off and just glues it onto his own body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, Loggins's face <laughs> is caved the fuck in and glowing, and it's fucking gross yeah. and bad. His body is starting to like melt a little bit. Oh, and also like during this, uh, Joseph is freaking out because he can't get a read on ACDC, and he's like, "Man, but that's my gimmick." Um, <laughs> ACDC even does the the thing Joseph does to other people, where he says, "You're about to say blank next," and then they say that, and then yeah, they're, they're shot. You gotta contact a copyright lawyer, Joseph. You've got to protect your intellectual property. Yeah. This is how we beat the pillar men. We sue them into oblivion. Yeah. Yeah. Logan's body is like melting and bubbling and, and steaming and it, it blows up just a little bit and it throws oil, uh, blood everywhere. And, and Joseph goes, that's hot because ACDC can control his internal body temperature and heat up mm-hmm. his own blood up to 500 degrees. He says he has blood the temperature of, of molten lava. Yes. That, that's what he says. Yeah. Uh, I, I take some of these Pillar Men's boasts the, the way you would take, like, uh, Pokedex entries. <laughs> yeah. The ones that are like, oh, yes, this is definitely written by a 10-year-old. You, have, you had no way of measuring that. Yeah. So as ACDC demonstrates his, his powers, both physical, mental, and emotional, uh, he, he lashes out at Joseph. And in some strikes that we don't see, but what we do see is the shockwave of it slits a, a, a puncture into Lisa Lisa's wine glass. Yes. And a bit of wine just like slips out of it onto the table and she makes a concerned face. <laughs> yeah. Which is an incredible bit of, of restraint. Like that shows so much by showing so little. Yeah. Especially considering what we just saw of that, that <laughs> face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. When, when Jojo was, was struck right before that wine glass scene, uh, ACDC was like revealing his main like power. He's got hot blood, but he's got to shoot that hot blood out somehow. And it's really gross. His fingernails uh-huh. lift, flip up as if they are on hinges 
And then in the gross holes in his fingers that are underneath his, his fingernail lids, his veins just crawl out like tentacles and they just squirt blood. It's so fucking gross. And I know what you're thinking, but don't worry. His toenails can do it too. Oh, yeah, they sure can. Ugh. Just when they flip up and you just see there's just... His fingers are like hollow inside. It's just nasty. <laughs> so so JoJo is on the back foot. He was not uh, 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 anticipating any of this kind of business. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he has to come up with a, a plan on the fly. So he starts unwinding the wool in his hat, figuring that if he, he just dances and dodges, he'll be able to do so in such a pattern to disguise that he is encircling ACDC with a, wool, a woolen string that he can use to, uh, in, in a repeat of the oily silk mm-hmm. uh, from, from a moment ago, uh, just chop him into many, many pieces, not just an, an arm off. Yeah. This is the plan. <laughs> That's the plan. And while this is happening, we also see uh, Caesar and uh, Messina fighting. Caesar just like in mid charge. Messina's just like, "Yo, you you can stop. Like, you're gonna kill me. You you pass. <laughs> I'm gonna die if we go any further with this." Uh, you, you did it, bro. <laughs> yeah, congrats. And Caesar's thinking, "I wonder how JoJo's doing." And he picks up some binoculars and, "Uh oh." <laughs> What's going on over there? The answer is not well. He's not doing well. Yeah, but they're like, they're really far away. So it's going to take him a while to get to Jojo to help if they if they did that. So so meanwhile, Jojo is ready to to uh, uh, spring this trap. He's feeling confident. Mm-hmm. And then ACDC just laughs in the face of his confidence. Because look again, he has been dancing uh, his own pattern and his his toenail veins... Ugh. God, have burned the 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 woolen string laid for him by this hat dance. <laughs> I love that this entire fight is just based around string. Mm-hmm. Also, while he's like doing this, like ACDC is so cocky and and confident. There's a part where he just like squats down and just impales more of his body on the spikes just for the hell of it. <laughs> <laughs> just to like freak him out or something i don't know well it, it's so he has more slots to bleed through ah uh, sure it, it gets more of his his boiling blood out more of his hot blood yeah check it and see <laughs> jojo in a reversal he is still shockingly confident uh acdc has not shaken him because as a handy pop-up diagram reveals <laughs> yes he was dancing a double pattern uh, he he uh, uh, launches his attack, still ties up ACDC in this Hamon-charged string because ACDC only cut uh, certain segments that were wound and knotted very loosely around other segments yes. uh, because he studied the classic rope tricks of, of close-up magicians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and is applying those lessons here in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, he gives a whole... A whole like little little history factoid about like the history of illusions. It's just like, man, while you were asleep for two thousand years, people figured out magic tricks. <laughs> Tricked you, gotcha. Magic tricks more recent than the art of war. <laughs> yeah, know all about Ledgermain or whatever it's called. The diagram, I I find it so lovely. In case you ever <laughs> wanted to trick your own ancient evil at home. Yeah. Yeah, JoJo even like dates when sleight of hand became a thing, and it's like the, he's like, oh, the 18th and 19th century. Mm-hmm. That's when it became popular. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 
So yeah, because the, the string is actually still intact, he's able to throw the string up in the air and wrap ACDC in it. He is bound by it. He's trapped. Joseph just courses Hamam through it, and ACDC blows the fuck up. He is vaporized. Yeah. And so Joseph uh, begins his his true quest for the perfect piercings (laughs) and uh, uh, grabs that antidote, that gooey, gross nose antidote. Oh, right. Right before ACDC dies, he tries one last attack where... The skin on his head rips off, and he's got like a metallic skull with a mm-hmm. gigantic horn on it that he's trying to stab Jojo with, but it doesn't work. He just he just fucking explodes. Wamu's horn, way more effective. Yeah. Even though more horns means higher ranking, th- this is the first time we really see ACDC's horn. Yeah, it's just right at the end. I don't know why his skull is made of metal, but it is. But uh, Jojo pops open that nose ring. I don't know what he expected, but what he got was goo in yeah. there. He's got to drink the nose goo. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like it. But as as he turns and walks away to uh, uh, share the news <laughs> with his friends and, and mentors, we get, I think, the first great to be continued <laughs> of part two. Yeah. Because there's a tentacled brain on his back. <laughs> And Jojo just thinks to himself, why are my shoulders so stiff? Probably all the stress, I guess. I fucking love the reveal of this, there being this weird fucking tentacle brain just clinging to his back. That brings us to episode 18, Von Stroheim's Revenge, uh-huh. where, where we get our, our Chris Chibnall uh, uh, New Year's Day episode tradition. <laughs> uh, weird <laughs> tentacle blob monster <laughs> piloting somebody by hitching a ride on their back. Uh, Susie Q is is uh, trying to help Lisa Lisa get dressed. I've decided that her voice sounds like Princess Peach doing a Mario impression. <laughs> Susie Q isn't like a smart person. <laughs> she's nice, but she's kind of dumb as bricks, I think. She just cannot. Like She's like, hey, Lisa Lisa, which dress do you want to wear? The white one or the colorful one? And she's like, I don't know. she asks this question 300 times. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, well, the white one's really classy, but the colorful one's so colorful. I don't know. The white (laughs) one is so classy, but the colorful one is so colorful. Yeah, she's just like going on and on about this, just back and forth in the background for this entire scene. And with no new information. It's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Lisa Lisa cannot uh, decide uh, between uh, the, the frocks presented <laughs> to her because she's very worried about what happened. Uh, yeah. uh, and, you know, neither of the boys have come home uh, after their graduation uh, uh, exams. If you're so worried, you can go out and check. You you yeah. know where they were. You You can go. But instead... Lisa Lisa tells Susie Q, like, hey, when Jojo and Caesar get here, tell them to come, you know, c- come visit me and talk to me. And then she gets nude. While Susie Q is asking her what she wants to wear when she gets out of the bath, we get it. They're both good blouses. <laughs> it's a hard choice. They're both good. They're I know. Good. Yeah, she she is taking, Lisa Lisa is taking a, a bath on, like, this open air veranda where the pillar men could just hop in and murder her. Yeah, we're, we're getting a rated T for teen up here. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean... A bathtub is like the safest place for a hormone master to be. We've seen what she oh, can do with true. water. Yeah. She's good. You know what? I more, bet more water, more better. She should be in a pool. She'd be unstoppable. Yeah. You know what? Because she used the water uh, two episodes ago to like lift that ore as a high bar. I bet you could, if you had your hands in the water, use the water to swing the tub around like a weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. Imagine like just 
yeah, Susie Q uh, is going back down the stairs to do other work in, in the castle here. And she runs into a suspicious character in a Ooh. dark corner and is shocked to see the face of Joseph Joestar because she's never seen the whole face before. Yeah, he's always been wearing that mask and it yeah. ACDC melted it off with his gross blood previous <laughs> episode. She's never seen his his uh, weird mouth, uh, as, <laughs> as she describes it. Weird lips, yeah. It's the one time that uh, it's less suspicious to run into an unmasked person than a masked person, I guess. Yeah. So they, they have a, a bit of a teasing relationship. At least he doesn't call her a floozy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> While they're talking, she sees a little, a very quick, like flick of a, a brain tentacle from behind jojo's <laughs> shoulder just peeks out for like half a second and pulls back in and she's like what was that and he's just like huh i don't know no nothing and, and no. Now, now the brain as we see from sh- the the sh- shot behind jojo the brain is no longer attached to him it's gone somewhere else uh jojo announces that he has a lot of news but he's informed that uh, a bath time is <laughs> happening bath time is apparently sacrosanct there's no news more important than bath time. Not not even the death nope. of, of ACDC nope. or the death of Lockins. Gotta take that bath. I feel like they would both be things she would want to hear. Though. Yeah. So now Susie Q leaves and Jojo thinks like, oh, weird. My shoulders aren't stiff anymore. And also he's got a bunch of gross goo on his back. He hasn't noticed yet. <laughs> Jojo has learned too much discipline from a uh, hell climb filler, I guess, because yeah. he will, he'll just sit by the door like a good boy <laughs> and not even knock. Yeah. But he will peep through the peephole to see the first butt of his life. Oh my God. Yeah. He checks out Lisa Lisa, like on the city, sitting on the edge, sees her ass. And then he looks at the camera and, and like does a little arm pump and says, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very confused why she was sitting on the ledge, because she was in the bath, then she's out of the bath, then she's back in the bath. I don't know, man. I, I do not know. What is the Venetian bath technique that I don't <laughs> understand? Maybe it's a hamon thing. Maybe. Just before Joseph peeped into the, the, the keyhole that, of the door, he was looking outside and saw Susie Q like, giving a package to like a, a boat mailman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he drives off with that package. And then when he's peeking through the peep the peephole, Susie Q is already somehow in that room, even though it's like three <laughs> floors above and she had no time to get in there. This is very suspicious. Very suspicious. Lisa Lisa's also like getting concerned because Susie Q is acting weird. Uh, and surprise, Lisa Lisa's dripping, dripping green goo everywhere and her eyes are all fucked up. She's possessed by ACDC's brain. More like Susie Goo. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. Ugh. It's a very gooey episode, <laughs> this one. <laughs> so yeah, a- ACDC uh, puppeting uh, the the body of Susie Q with his brain tentacles announces himself. Yeah. And and Jojo shouts ACDC, which is a very goofy name to shout. <laughs> Shoutable names end in the O vowel. May- maybe an ah, but not uh, ACDC. It, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. So ACDC piloting Susie Q... I don't know why he tells them this, but he goes, aha, I am here just to keep you at bay uh, because I took the the super stone of Asia and I gave it to that mailman and it's going to be delivered to the pillar men. They have mm-hmm. an address. Uh, 
but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Yeah. Uh, as soon as that uh, a boat porter gets to the train station, it could go on any train anywhere. You're not going to know. And if the Redstone reaches Venice and gets on a train heading 70 miles an hour towards Naples and another <laughs> train departs Switzerland at 730 <laughs> local time. <laughs> so at this point, like Jojo barges in and goes like, what the fuck's going on here? Uh, hey, and hey, what's up with that? ACDC is controlling this lady. And then Caesar comes in and all he sees is Lisa Lisa's boobs and goes like, Jojo, what the fuck are you up to? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and it takes him a second to deduce the thing that he was explicitly told that yeah. ACDC is in control of Suzy Q. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ACDC is trying to act like Suzy Q, like a normal Suzy Q for a second. Uh, trying to get like to lure like Caesar in to like kill him or, or attack him. That doesn't work. And instead, Susie Q just starts puking and mm-hmm. getting gross. And uh, there's weird black just veins these, all over yes, her face. Very gross. Very creepy. And so we, we get to the ethical dilemma, the moral quandary. Are you a bad enough dude to murder a child? Yeah. You want to kill this lady? Uh, because now, like, ACDC, like, moves Susie Q over to, like, the threshold of, the, of this room and shoots a bunch of veins out so that she's, like, suspended in front of this door. There's no way to get around her. Mm-hmm. Jojo tries to do the thing he did with Straight So, where he's just like, yo, I'll totally kill this woman. I don't care about her. And then mm-hmm. goes in for a big punch that's really slow. And he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. <laughs> About to punch your brains in. And, you know. And all you are is brains. So that that's really bad for you. Yeah. But, you know, he's bluffing. ACDC doesn't take the bluff. So he, Jojo just backs off and goes like, you know, son of a bitch. This never works. <laughs> Why don't people believe I want to kill random women? <laughs> yeah, they're trying to think of a plan. because, And, and Lisa Lisa is saying like, okay, there's no way Suzy Q's normal human heart can sustain the amount of hormone you got to shoot into her to kill ACDC. I'm giving you permission to kill my maid now. <laughs> But Jojo comes up with a new plan uh, just mm-hmm. as they're about to kill her. Hey, Caesar, I saw you do that. The the two opposing types of hormone. What if we both poked Suzy Q with positive and negative at the same time? Ah, ah. So one of them gives her a, a positive hormone poke to to uh, uh, like heal her wounds and keep her safe, while another gives a, a negative hormone poke in order to repel ACDC uh, uh, from her body. And the narrator tells us that this balances out into a simultaneously negative and positive zero. <laughs> negative and positive zero. Yep. Hormone works on floating point arithmetic. <laughs> Jojo is a programmer. Whoa. And like it gives us it gives us a diagram of like just mm-hmm. arrows pointing at a naked lady's body of like this is where the hormone goes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, for future reference again. Yeah, just, just in case you got to poke somebody with your, your with your own hormone. Yeah, the brain emerges from. I can't tell if it was just hiding in the back of her shirt or if it was actually <laughs> inside of her neck. But either way, it looks like it crawls out from under her skin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is pretty gross. And it, it leaps onto Jojo's shoulder trying to attack again. But Jojo does nothing because he's like, we'll just let the sun take care of it. And the brain just starts melting mm-hmm. on his shoulder. And then Jojo says some words of, of respect for, for ACDC's drive to survive. I'm like, <laughs> can, we, can we not, please? Let's not do that. 
Please stop respecting people. He, he stop it. He says this while like holding ACDC's smoking brain in his hand, which is extra funny to me. <laughs> like I was expecting him to like pat the brain for a second. Like they're there. <laughs> you, you did good. It's okay. Go into the light. The, the ultraviolet light. So uh, now, now we have to travel by map, uh, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing every time it happens. Yep. Susie Q is still alive. She's good. She just got a bunch of weird pockmarks in her face from where the veins were coming out of her fucking face. Uh, (laughs) But she's good otherwise. And Lisa Lisa, like, says, okay, you must have been at least semi-conscious while while possessed. You must have heard where ACDC wanted this thing to be mailed. She uses, like, some hormone in Lisa Lisa's brain to, like, to, to... speed up her memory or something this Mm -hmm. is different than the manga this is the one time a big scene got cut out because in the manga it wasn't just hey Susie q tell us where he mailed it instead all of the the entire party goes to the post office and harasses mailmen until they (laughs) until they tell them where they sent the package there's multiple pages of them are just being dicks and yelling at mailmen at the post office (laughs) I would love to see that scene, yeah. But I think this is better for one. Like, don't don't be dicks to mailmen. That's yeah. not nice. It's funny yeah. to hear about, but it's not nice. And also, giving Susie Q something to do other than almost pick clothes for someone. Yeah, like she she gets to be involved in in the adventure mm-hmm. in, uh, in more than just uh, hey, are you going to kill this kid? Uh I do still wish I could see the post office scene animated because they're just be, they're being rowdy. They're causing a ruckus. I think Joseph like lifts one leg up and puts his foot up on like the counter to intimidate them or something. I forget. <laughs> but but they know they're going to St. Moritz, Switzerland, mm-hmm. the, the classic mountain getaway, you know, ski resorts and, and all all that stuff. Yeah. So they all load up in, in the old jalopy to, to take a big old road trip, uh, uh, traveling on roads mostly side by side with, with the rail tracks. I guess that's just where the mountain passes are. It's where you build roads. It's where you build railroads. Yeah. Uh, you're just working with the t- uh, topology. They, they say their goodbyes and they're headed off. But then Joseph has to stop and go back uh, because he was so grimly determined he forgot to neg Susie. <laughs> and so, so he makes up for that real quick. About her ugly pockmarked face from all the puncture wounds. Yeah, you're hot, but heal those hot th- those ugly wounds before I get back. Okay, <laughs> be back soon. And then she get like Susie Q gets a little pissed, but then she's like giggling about it, and she fucking tries to throw a rock at him, but she's so fucking weak that she just throws the rock like three feet ahead of her. Yeah, doesn't yeah. even get the, close the, to the car. It sort of establishes that in all of those days we skipped over uh, uh, in the previous episodes credits. Uh, yeah. like they they have a very teasing based uh, relationship. Yeah. I guess he picked it up from uh, Loggins and Messina. Yeah. Cuz like earlier she was saying that uh you know JoJo's got weird ugly lips and shit like they they're fucking with each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Also uh while they're driving off uh Lisa Lisa says we might do some crimes during this by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just be prepared for for doing some criminal acts. Uh, so, so yeah, they, they travel along little map lines, uh, and, but then we get to cut ahead to St. Moritz, where there is what I can only describe as an elderly puppy. <laughs> this, this, draw, this dog is drawn very young, but animated very old. It's the saddest, most pathetic puppy that has ever been drawn. 
I sure hope nothing bad happens to this puppy as drunk drivers come bombing down the street. <laughs> Very classy European drunk drivers yeah. as they pour wine glasses <laughs> in the front seat. <laughs> so while, while this is happening, uh, there's this dude in a trench coat who is, who is cars walking along the, along the sidewalk here by the, the puppy. Uh, and as the car is about to collide with the puppy, he has a big blade shoot out of the side of his forearm Mm -hmm. he lifts up his arm puts his arm back down and now the drunk driver has had his hands severed from his arms they're still gripping to the steering wheel and his friend asks what happened to your arms man (laughs) no pain involved in this process they're so fucking wasted he's just like i can't move the steering wheel anymore and so the car goes careening off to the side and explodes and we don't see the explosion of the car. Rather, we see in a very close reaction shot of this puppy witnessing two men exploding and dying. And it's super funny. This dog <laughs> just staring straight at this car exploding with just like terror on its uh, on its face. Cars kills Nazis, doesn't go in for the nonsense of the wedding ring of death. Yeah. And rescues puppies from drunk drivers. Not so bad so far, right? Cars is Cars is maybe the hero. Mm. He has weird like Las Plagas arm blades. Yeah. That is like villain coded, but it's all in how you use them, really. Yeah, totally. This is maybe one of the only times you see a dog in JoJo and it doesn't get killed. <laughs> it's like a weird like it's been a, a decent stretch since we saw the last like dog based murder and there's still more to come but like this one always gets me because every time i see that jojo styled sad elderly puppy i think that dog's about to get an anvil dropped on its head or something <laughs> no it lives thanks cars so so back uh, at the road trip all, all, all of our hamon hunks are, are <laughs> you know, loaded up, but they're, they've stopped at a, a, a train crossing. They've caught up to the train, mm-hmm. and it's being boarded by a bunch of by a bunch of Nazi soldiers doing a, an inspection. Oh, damn it! And one of them seems to recognize uh, uh, Jojo, which <gasps> he, he is very confused about. He says, "Quote: I don't know any German soldiers." <laughs> Alive, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> I get to know a German soldier, they die within the hour. <laughs> Caesar is freaking out as if all of his best friends aren't Nazis. Like, I, I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> yeah. While this one German soldier is, like, talking, like, hey, he know this guy, he, he knows Jojo from somewhere. He's got, like, a cane, and his hand kind of unsteadily reaches and grasps the crane the the cane and while he's doing that you hear mechanical servos whirring and clicking yeah the nazis are searching this train and they find the package they found the the super asia yeah yeah they did now it's the nazis super asia you can tell because it has lisa lisa's stamp on it yeah she has her own stamp isn't that lovely and she personalizes all her packages (laughs) she is a cool aunt yeah she she does stationery and shit yeah, the, the Nazis explain that they've been, like, surveilling everything they've been doing on, on Air Supply Island, so they knew exactly where to find this stone. They also read Susie Q's brain. <laughs> yeah. And the Nazis going like, hey, why don't we work together? We're not strangers, Jojo. Like, at this point, it's super obvious. Especially because yeah. the subtitles fucking spoil it, and so does the name of the episode. It's Stroheim. He's alive. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, seeing an episode called Von Stroheim's Revenge, I ex- I was trying to figure out 
what Stroheim's brain is doing on Jojo's shoulders and why, <laughs> how it got there after yeah. so long of, of an absence. God, imagine if that was an unrelated brain to the previous battle. That would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, we've got Nazis interacting with vampires. It's a very mm-hmm. old idea. I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, Stroheim's like, hey, these, these guys are tough. We, sh- we should be like them. We should be vampires, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Helsing, for, for a classic uh, anime example. Mm-hmm. I mean, Blood Rain. Uh, yeah, totally. The Buffy spinoff Angel had Nazi vampires. Yep. Like, everybody does it. Yep. Yeah, Stro- Stroheim is saying we're very interested in this mask and the stone because we want to become, you know, immortal as well or, what- or whatever. And then it just cuts to nighttime. So, like, every- everyone's just chilling in this big hut, just kind of out mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere here in this snowy place. Uh, and Cars uh, has found the hut as well. He's approaching the side, and just by placing his hands on the outside of this building, is scanning the room and determining the exact height and gender of everyone inside and their position. And he he knows all of their height in centimeters. Yes, uh, which is a concept he was taught by Wamu. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he he pulls out one of his arm blades and does a single cut, like curved cut, on the the exterior of this building. And all the Nazis inside are dead. One of them's had the top half of their head chopped off and it landed on top of the head of another dead Nazi, which is pretty good. Yes. It's pretty good. It's kind of a hat on a hat, but more of a head on a head. Yeah. Cars just walks into the room and is like, yep, I got everybody. Uh, (laughs) Or so he thinks. Or he thinks there is someone who uh, he could not detect with his radiating body heat. It is von Stroheim uh, standing tall and proud and unmasked as a cyborg. Stroheim's a fucking cyborg now. He's got like he's got like a steampunk version of the Dragon Ball Z power reader on the side of his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, evil Nazi super science is an even older trope. I mean, that goes back to World War II itself. Yeah. Like when Captain Marvel Jr. fought Captain Nazi. <laughs> Right, yeah. Uh, if you want a really uh, specific parallel to this particular encounter, uh, there is uh, a, a Marvel Comics character called Geist, who is a Nazi scientist uh, cyborg ah. who faced off several times against Wolverine. So you huh. have your arm blades. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I, I always wonder like how much, or like you can tell like some of the things Iraqi is inspired by, but a lot of it isn't like pop culture stuff aside from music and fashion right right. but i wonder how much he was inspired by like other comics or anything like Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. cars uh charges at stroheim with his arm blade uh stroheim blocks it with his new mechanical cyborg hand (laughs) the arm blade only cuts stroheim's hat so it pops off and his hair is even more like the the guile hair that we all know and love it's gotten taller. <laughs> it's it poofs out to the sides even more. <laughs> Stroheim's fucking cyborg man now, and that's uh, where the episode ends off. That's the end. The end. We we are now a majority of the way through battle tendency. Yeah, the battle lines have been drawn, and they are tending toward a conclusion. Yeah, we've only got eight episodes left of this. I want to. I want. I want to do a thing here. I want you to guess because every battle is fucking crazy and JoJo and like weird. Yeah. What is what is Stroheim's new like combat ability going to be? Do you think his new combat? The answer depends on what he was built for. Okay. Right? Is he a generalist? Is he a, a specifically anti-pillar man weapon? Mm. 
Because, like, if that's the case, he could just be full of floodlights, right? <laughs> yeah. And the white lights all have little window wipers, <laughs> so we, we don't get a repeat of, of the blood covering. Yeah. God, that would be so funny if, if, if the show had even more, like, the Nazis coming back after getting owned, and they just, they're adapting to how they got murdered the last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just more and more ridiculous things to, to combat against the whatever the fuck the pillar men feel like doing that day. A gun, like like a, a big laser gun or whatever, mm-hmm. seems too too trite. Uh, he seems to be mostly clockwork and not like electricity. Although there right. is electrical noises, cyborg stuff, you know, like super strength, obviously is going to be in there. Super durability. He stopped an arm blade, yeah. But um, sonic weaponry, like hmm. oh oh yeah, thumping some something that's thumping. <laughs> I imagine there will be thumping. If, if only Guile's sonic boom was also inspired by Stroheim, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to do a flash kick. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Now, if Stroheim's theme music is just Guile's theme, then I think there's a lawsuit <laughs> on Rocky's hands here. But yeah, what do you, what'd you think of these three episodes? My notes were thin in a few parts mm-hmm. because I was just watching the episodes too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is, is a good sign. That's good. I... I no, I enjoyed the fights uh, quite a bit. I, I enjoyed, uh, like, yeah, we are developing the the Caesar Joseph relationship mm-hmm. in in good ways. They are building mutual respect. Soon, they will understand one another instead of being wrong about each other to a comical degree every time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm liking that path. I like Lisa. Lisa just has a a sort of. She's got a vibe. She's got a good vibe. Yeah, I like Lisa Lisa a lot, actually. There is an air of confidence around her mm-hmm. that, that really plays off of JoJo's wackiness. Yeah. Like she's centered and, and confident and cool about things, while uh, Caesar is puffing himself up and, and very self-conscious, and JoJo is a, a, a brat of a child. <laughs> That still yeah. somehow comes out with incredible ideas at the same time. Yeah. And so, like, that that trio has real potential that I like. Yeah. And, like, along with the, the confidence that, like, Lisa Lisa, like, her character exudes, like, I like that you haven't seen her fight at all, and you already feel like she must be a really fucking powerful hormone user or something. Well, she just shamed Jojo with an oar out of nowhere. <laughs> That's true. She does kick an oar right into his fucking face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, these, this stretch of episodes introduces a lot of characters. But Kenny, or uh, uh, Loggins and Messina and Susie Q and Lisa Lisa. And exits uh, for one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I both love and hate that Jojo uh, is a series that is always introducing lots of uniquely designed characters and they all look important and only some of them are. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And some of them are just just there to die next episode, so there's a, a reason to fight something. I, I think it's uh, uh, surprising and intriguing that uh, uh, ACDC died uh, in his first real fight. Yeah. And, and died, like, yeah, halfway through the part. Like, you expect, you know, sort of a tournament arc, and, and you mm. know, we save the big guys for the end. Or, you know, ACDC gets away and he comes back later. And, okay, that's sort of true, but he didn't get away for long. <laughs> No, yeah, died next episode. So, so that uh, is pretty engaging in a way. But one uh, thing that I didn't appreciate about these episodes mm-hmm. is how they are structurally. Mm. The the episode should have ended with 
the road trip. And now we get all this uh, stuff in Switzerland to set up the next bit that just feels superfluous and tacked on. Yeah. Like, it's just an element of um, the bits that they can fit into an episode, Mm -hmm. not necessarily being beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, everyone, it feels like a lot of anime that's adapting manga struggle with that, because, like... The same with the training montage at the end of the first episode we talked about today. Mm -hmm. Would have been better served by having more of it and more full scenes in the next episode. But then you might have to cut out a a part of, you know, the ACDC fight. And that would be unsatisfying, even though it would make Logan's death probably more impactful Mm -hmm. because Logan's would exist for more than the credit (laughs) sequence (laughs) of one episode. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's like a standard practice, but like so many manga have been adapted into anime that there's kind of a rule of like X amount of manga chapters equals one episode or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of uh, mangaka probably are trying to pace their manga in that way so that if it does get picked up for a show, it's going to be easier to adapt. And, you know, the beginning, middle and ends will fit for a 22 minute episode or whatever. This was done in the 80s. So I don't know how <laughs> how standard that was back then. I don't think there were too many manga adapted into anime at that point, aside from Dragon Ball. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Z was happening by that point and Fist of the North Star. I'm sure there's been there were others, but those are the big ones I can think of from a similar time period. I mean, speaking of the time period, it's also important to remember that I was really reminded when uh, Lisa Lisa showed up, like nobody has thought about her music career <laughs> in this century in which we live. Yeah, yeah. There, There's a good amount of fun, like old references just because of how old the source material is. And it just makes me think of, of the Pillar Men because like... I don't think it would be strange in 1987 or 88 to put Cars, Wham, and ACDC together. Mm-hmm. But in hindsight, how <laughs> uh, you know the the walls of genre go up like taller and thicker yeah. as as things you know move move back in in time. Uh, it feels really weird now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just kind of a like a wacky assortment of different. <laughs> different Mm -hmm. musicians and bands wham was wham had just ended like this was being written at the dawn of of like george michael's solo career this this is when faith is coming out when these chapters are coming right oh my god one of the fun things about jojo is the the further you get in the more recent the parts become and then you start getting slightly more recent like music references and characters' names right, and abilities right, right. and stuff. So it's really fun when finally, many parts later, you get something named Spice Girl. <laughs> <laughs> or as as it, I, ca- I can't wait for something named. I threw uh, I threw glass at my friend's eyes and now I'm on probation. <laughs> or or as as Spice Girl is named uh, in the English dub to avoid getting sued, Spicy Lady. Ooh, spicy lady. Spicy that, lady. That's how Joseph describes Lisa Lisa. Yeah. When he's looking through the keyhole. Nice. God. Spicy lady. Spicy lady. Fucking, I fucking love that scene of him going like, hmm, she said, you know, not to, to barge in until she's done with her bath, but she didn't say anything about looking through the peephole. And she's saying, he, JoJo is saying it directly to the audience, like at the camera. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Susie, I'm going to take a bath. Uh, I prefer not to be disturbed, but if anybody has died recently, like uh, <laughs> a, a powerful immortal enemy of ours or one of our dearest friends, I would like to hear about That yeah. would be okay that, to interrupt me about. That is kind of important, gotta say. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, like the, the where some of these episodes start and stop and stuff is a little, isn't perfect. Like, like regardless of that, though, I feel like part two even though it technically isn't a full season it's just like two-thirds of it it feels like compared to part one's like breakneck pacing this the pacing here is just a little bit slower and it's kind of nice to have mm-hmm. a couple mm-hmm. scenes to actually breathe even if it's just like <laughs> jo jo- haha breathe uh even if it's just like jojo and Susie q like negging each other yeah 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 like we we aren't we can stop for a few minutes. We can stop to see Speedwagon tell Granny Arena that JoJo's absolutely fine, and I have a hard cut to him getting shot with boiling blood. He's not fine. He's not fine. <laughs> he is not fine at all. But yeah, that's that's episodes uh, sixteen through eighteen. Uh, next time, the, the next three episodes got some really good fights that I like coming up. We're just gonna hang out in a Swiss chalet and, and yeah. drink hot cocoa with uh, with marshmallows. <laughs> oh, and pretend like we know how skis work. Yeah. Oh God, there is one aspect right at the end of this episode I forgot to mention. That I think is really funny, and that is cars kills all the Nazis before walking in. And then it's like, oh, there's still one guy. Stroheim is there. And while Stroheim is getting out of his chair and saying like, aha, cars, I'm going to fuck you up. The door behind Stroheim opens and Joseph is just there. He's like, hey, you guys got any food? (laughs) You you Nazis got anything to eat in here? (laughs) Oh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy, that guy. (laughs) Don't don't mind me. I'm just raiding the Nazi fridge for any leftovers. What do they got in here? (laughs) Mostly sauerkraut, I've been led to believe. Oh, man. Uh, could really go for some squid That's how spaghetti. you can identify them by smell. Yeah, yeah. all Nazi rations are just piping hot sauerkraut. Smell a mile away. Uh, so that uh, we, we don't really do closing business very often or very, you know, well on this show. So <laughs> That's what I, I, was I made a note. To do, but <laughs> I made a note to actually do that. Uh, uh, we do really appreciate uh, if, if you're enjoying the show, please say so, either in the form of like a, a, a Apple podcast review or just like tell people on social yeah. media, tell your friends. There, there's a new JoJo podcast and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, that that helps us out a lot. Uh, come come talk to us. We're both on Twitter. We we interact with people all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we have a Patreon, uh, by the way. Yeah, uh, that is supporting this show. Uh, uh, is supporting you know that that uh, lovely uh, uh, our our channel image from from uh, Ix and our uh, music from Thylacinus. Thank you very much mm-hmm. to to them for that, and and all of you on our Patreon helping make that possible. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I am extremely open to talk about JoJo on on Twitter, especially because JoJo picked up in popularity a ton in the past couple of years. But it's gotten to the point where they're at the obnoxious fan base age. Or, oh uh, no! It, it's it's not Are like we, you you brought me into another one of those. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought so, I was out. So it's it's okay. It's different. It's different. It's just. A lot of JoJo fans on the internet are just so enthusiastic about it that if they just see, like, ACDC being talked about on Twitter for whatever reason or, or anything that is even just a word that is you could barely relate to JoJo, they will hop in and go, and it's like a meme now as well, is this a JoJo reference? And <laughs> that's, you know how, like, Homestuckers we just inject homestuck into whatever was being talked about it's kind of like that they're not like gatekeepy or like combative they're just 
they they're always bringing it up even when it's just like <laughs> we're talking about fucking something entirely unrelated but i just like british dudes with guitars okay yeah is that a crime <laughs> <laughs> sometimes with synths I, I am happy to provide an outlet for jojo that isn't that <laughs> <laughs> and isn't just like whoa this is crazy it's partly that but also you know most people who consume jojo i i find just like go with the flow and don't think about it which is like that is definitely a way to enjoy jojo don't get me wrong go with the flow joe could have been a, a title oh shit know. go with the flow joe jojo's mojo <laughs> i don't know but either way thanks for what uh listening uh and we'll, we'll see you next week with another three episodes that's gonna start off with uh, a cyborg nazi to be continued. 